English with Rob. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the English with Rob podcast. My co-host today is Kate from EnglishAnywhere.de. Kate is Canadian,、uh, but she's lived in many countries, including Japan, Kuwait, Korea, and now Germany. She actually lives about half an hour's drive from me, but we've never met. Here she is, Kate. Did I get any of that wrong? Is there anything? Oh, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? It was about you're about half an hour's drive away from me. Yeah, yeah, because I'm in Frankfurt and yeah,、uh, I'm I'm in Würzburg, which is yeah, I mean maybe closer to forty five minutes, but we're surprisingly close to each other, which is a shame because we still haven't met. Yeah, we still haven't met. Well, we we talked about it bef- just before Corona started, right? Right. And we we were like,、right. oh yeah, let's let's do that in the in the holidays maybe, and then. Corona. It was in March of last year, and then Corona came. Like it was right. right before. Yeah. And then it was lockdown, and then you had the kids. I had my kids, and the opportunity to just kind of meet up for coffee and do all the things we talked about doing wasn't really an option.、Anymore. Yeah. Shame, shame,、yeah. shame, shame. But、uh, well, I'm excited to meet you in person one day. I'm and I'm excited for you to be on the podcast. And on a podcast,、yeah. location is irrelevant, right? Just That's true. Time difference, but it makes it very easy because we have no time difference. That's right.、Uh, and our subject for today is something close to both of our hearts: parenthood and exercise, and <laughs> really about combining them because it's quite difficult. So, as usual. <laughs> Uh, we will talk about that later, but first, I want to give the learners some useful vocabulary, so that when we have a chat about it, when they hear that useful vocabulary,、um, they'll know what it is. So, the first one is children, and something which I find、um, English learners、um, get confused with is that it's to have children, to have children, not to get children, because that would be different, right?、It's、to get、yeah. children, it sounds like you just grab them off the street. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. I would. If someone told me they got a child, I would maybe even assume adoption in some way. Yeah. But in German, they do say like "ein Kind bekommen." Yeah. So it directly translates from their first language. It just doesn't make sense in English. So yeah, that can、I、get extra confusing with German because "bekommen" means get, but people often、uh, confuse it with the English word "become." It's a false friend.、Right. Become is not "bekommen."、Uh, So yeah, sometimes they might say, "I, I, I become a child." Oh, right, okay.、Uh, yeah, so to to have children, and、yes. a similar one,、um, which is also confusing, the way you use the verb is to be born. To be born. So let's have some examples. I'm not going to ask、uh, when. <laughs> I'm going to ask where. <laughs> where were you born? Where were you born?、Okay. I I was born in Canada. Okay, I was born in England. Which which city were you born in? 
I was born in Windsor, which is right across the border to Detroit, Michigan, in the States. Oh, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so we both used a form of be. I was born. Where were you born? Because it's always to be born. It's always in the passive form. And the, the, the true verb, when it's not the active verb, is to bear. To bear a child. But it's mm -hmm. strange to say that, right? Yeah, no one really says it anymore. That reminds me of like Anne of Green Gables. Yeah. To, I, I bore a child or I must bear children. Yeah, definitely something from classical <laughs> literature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And, and normally when you're talking from the, from the mother's side, when you're talking about it, you would say to give birth to, uh, to my child. Uh, yes, like, absolutely. You wouldn't say, I, I, would say I, that too. I bore a child. Again, it seems to... <laughs> Uh, I bore my son. Yeah. Well, that to me that would be I. I am boring to him, yeah. <laughs> which I also could be. I bore my son. Actually, that's probably true. <laughs> well, we're both homeschooling right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. But impressive that you found the time to join me for this podcast. Thanks. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. So, uh, next on my useful vocabulary list is. Parenthood, motherhood, and fatherhood. Just the general fact of being a parent. You are experiencing parenthood. You're experiencing motherhood. I'm experiencing fatherhood. Uh, what, is the, what is your favorite thing about parenthood? Or what is the worst thing about fatherhood? So just the act of being that thing, parenthood, yeah. fatherhood. Were they rhetorical questions or you want me to answer? <laughs> we'll get there later. Okay, yeah, that's in the questions bit. Uh, and uh, something else that I put in the useful vocabulary for um, talking about parenthood is three words for, I think they're the same thing. Let's see if you think there's a difference. Stroller, buggy, and pushchair. <laughs> so this is the thing with wheels and a seat and you push your child yeah. in and you can have a double buggy uh, if there are two. Do you think there's a difference between stroller, buggy, and pushchair? I have heard there's a difference at least between stroller and buggy. Buggy is like the one, they're kind of weaker or flimsier. It's just more of a chair for like, let's say a two and a half, three and a half year old child versus stroller, which to the best of my knowledge is more for babies. But honestly, I would probably never use pushchair I think right. that's more British. That is quite British, yeah, pushchair. And to me, stroller and buggy are more interchangeable. They are two words on the same concept. Yeah, I agree. That's um, why I've I just heard that I'm wrong. <laughs> well, if we both as English teachers don't know the difference in the <laughs> exact meaning, then I'm pretty sure the English learners will be okay too. Maybe if you... Then we shouldn't test them on it. No. Maybe if you're no. in... Uh, buggy stroller manufacturing business then you should know the difference <laughs> uh but yeah there okay you go. so only then only then yeah that, that's useful vocabulary i mean obviously there is so much more vocabulary about parenthood and babies and having children but you mm -hmm. know i only want this podcast to be an hour long so let's leave it there <laughs> going on to something 
that might happen when you hit parenthood. Uh, we're going to talk about um, how your body might change and vocabulary to do with that. So the first one is to be overweight, to be overweight. You might just say, get fat. And I think it's okay to say it about yourself. Oh, I got fat after I had kids. Um, right. But to be overweight. So you never want to say that. You never want to say that? You'd never want to say that to someone else. No. You wouldn't want to be like, you got fat after you had kids. You would just say, I did. <laughs> yeah, only about yourself, really. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it would be cons yeah. really rude to say it to or about somebody else, even if they're not there. Um, You're right. <laughs> but the sort of official, more medical term is, is to be overweight. And I am, I checked it out the other day. I am officially overweight. I, I got an app and I did my BMI, my body mass index, and it was oh. just into the red. Uh, oh. So, hence why this is a good subject for me to talk about today. <laughs> and to Although I feel like we're all kind of going towards the red this last year with coronavirus. Yeah, it's a being bit of both. Stuck at home, it's yeah. <sighs> we uh, yeah we'll <laughs> we'll chat about that as well. I think um, when we get more into the discussion of all of this. But yeah, I mean it's. I think there's a lot of reasons why parents can put weight on um, instead of, yeah, stay their slender self from before children. Right. Yeah. Okay. And becoming overweight, there are a few verbs to talk about that, to use. Uh, to gain weight, uh, to put on weight, and then the opposite is to lose weight. Uh, or to slim down, to slim down, to become more slim. And uh, maybe someone's aim is to get abs, to get abs. Mm -hmm. what, what are abs, Kate? Abs are the, when you're, you're, well, technically everyone has abs. These are just the muscles in your stomach. It's just for some people, those muscles have less skin <laughs> or less fat <laughs> between them. the skin. So you get to see them. And actually, we also call them a six pack because it looks like those packs of six beers or six mm -hmm. cans of Coca-Cola that are beside each other. So we have this element of the six pack or the six pack abs. Mm -hmm. um, I know I have abs, but I can't find them. I have abs. I've never seen them. Uh, <laughs> even in my teenage and university days, uh, I never, I never worked out enough to see those abs, um, or my six pack. It's ironic, isn't it? Cause if you drink six packs, then you probably won't have abs. Yeah. But you know, the joke, uh, where men would say, you know, in university I had a six pack and now that I'm a dad, I have a keg. A keg, yeah. That's the big round, round full of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well, talking about having a keg, uh, a word you might hear to talk about a man who's become a bit overweight after becoming a parent is having a dad bod, having a dad bod. And uh, actually, I saw that uh, your colleague and friend Ian posted um, that as a vocabulary word on Instagram recently, dad bod. A, a dad body, yes. basically. Yeah, but I, I do think it's uh, it's a very funny term for something that just kind of naturally happens over time. 
but that did make me laugh when he posted that on Instagram. That was great. Yeah, I, I commented on it. Yeah, uh, he wants to get rid of his dad bod. Oh, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then let's move into vocabulary about exercise. Uh, if you're exercising, you might be or you might get out of breath. To be out of breath or to get out of breath. And it's when you do exercise and then you end up uh, with breathing deep, like... <sighs> and I feel like if you don't get out of breath, you've not really had any exercise. That's true. That's true. If you're not, if you're not out of breath by the end of your exercise, then you have not pushed your body hard enough. Yeah, I agree. And what made me really want to start getting fit again was realizing that I was getting out of breath just walking up the stairs. Oh. And I knew, oh, wait, it's time to do something about that. <laughs> okay, and then another, the last thing on my um, useful vocabulary list is reps. So when you are doing an exercise, like, for example, uh, sit-ups, where you lie on your back, and then you lift your upper body up, and then you lie on your back, and then you lift your upper body up, and then you lie on your back, and you lift your upper body up. Each one of those is a rep. So how many how many reps do you think are could you is too much for you with sit-ups? How many could you manage? <laughs> if I if I said get on the floor, do as do many reps right as now. you can right I now. I could probably crank out twenty-five to thirty. But I, it would be only because you were watching and I was feeling <laughs> bad about myself. Yeah. Well, if you did that, then I would, I, would, I, would, I would do 31, probably. Okay. <laughs> and then we both collapse in a heap. Yeah, I'd struggle. <laughs> I'd struggle to get there for sure. Okay, great. Now it's time for our... Let's put all this useful vocabulary uh, into a conversation. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's have the conversation about this and that. Let's have the conversation, just me and you. Yeah, have the conversation, that's what we're gonna do. Okay, so we're talking about, uh, we're talking about children, Kate. So the first question to start with is, uh, how many children do you have and how old are they? So I have two kids. My daughter is six and my son is three. Okay. Oh, so you got the full set. Yeah. Girl and a boy. The millionaire's, millionaire's set or something like that. Oh, I, I haven't heard that. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Oh, that's a new I vocabulary for us too. I never I said, I'm having a boy. And my dad said, oh, the millionaire's set, the millionaire something. Like okay. So, so when does my million <laughs> euros arrive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's how much they cost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Okay, yeah. and uh, I don't talk about my children much in my social media um, stuff or on my podcast, uh, but I have three daughters. Uh, one is six, one is three, and one is uh, one and a half. That, the half is important when it's, <laughs> when it's that, that young because <laughs> there's a big difference between one and one and a half. That's true. Wow, she's already one and a half. Yep. Crazy. So how has your life changed since becoming a parent six years ago? How has, I mean, there are so many changes, but what are the, what are the most noticeable changes that come with parenthood? 
Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that comes with parenthood is that lack of time, right? So both you and I, we work for ourselves. We've got things happening outside of the family. I knew for a long time that that's what I wanted in my life was to have something that was mine. Um, and I, I've also been luckily, luckily huh, lucky in the way that I'm able to kind of meld my situation around the kids. For example, tonight, you and I are, are talking here on this podcast. 9.30 where we are. Mm -hmm. We did that on purpose so the kids would be asleep. 9.30 p.m. So, yep. 9.30 p.m. Germany time, even though we're half an hour away from each other. Uh, but this but this idea of, of time, you know, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's just impossible to have a podcast, have a class, mm -hmm. go live on Instagram, make a post, you know, that these things are not possible when you've got two little people who need to be fed and they've got Alice and they need to go play and they need to get outside and it's overwhelming you lose that time motherhood parenthood in general is like a constant lack of time <laughs> yeah I totally totally agree uh but yeah time it just even even before um corona because normally when your kids are at school you're at work anyway Right. So that's that's your time, uh, but yeah, the, the weekends yeah. uh, are taken up. But <laughs> we're, we're sounding really negative. It's worth it. It's <laughs> worth it. It's completely worth it. They're adorable. Yes, they are. They're very, very, very much fun. I guess the yeah, this might this might just be a, an exhausting time to talk about parenting. I mean, normally in normal circumstances. I would say, you know, I've got a pretty good blend. I, I before Corona, pre-COVID or what, however you want to say it, I was going out to clients. I had two or three big companies that with numerous classes back to back, I could basically spend one day in this location, one day in another location. And then I'd pick up the kids and we'd had our, had, had our own real schedule. Mm -hmm. But normally I was also able to go grocery shopping either with one or both of the children and then find some time for myself at the end of the day. And in that time, I used to love just going for walks slash jogging. Um, I mean, I about a year ago, I was probably walking way more than I was jogging. Now I'm jogging, walking probably 50% of the time. Um, but I, for me, that struggle was you know, when Corona came around and now the, the kindergarten is no longer there, Omas and Opas are no longer there, the kids are with you 24 hours a day. How do you get out of the house and do something that's good for your body? Because, you know, my struggle, and I, I've realized this, I don't, I don't wear my, I had a smartwatch that counted my steps for a little, uh, little while. Mm. I don't really wear it anymore. Um, but I would, like at the end of the day, you know, I would come downstairs, go to my office, which is like in the living room. And then I would make lunch. And then my husband comes out of his office and we would eat lunch together. And then he would go back and I would go back to my desk. And by the end of the day, you can have like 500 steps at best. And that's if I did three loads of laundry that day, you know? So it was like, I, I really need to get out of the house. I really need to remind myself that my body does better when it moves around. I'm not familiar and it's with. It's all like sitting. Sorry, with the step count. What what is what is a good target? Is five five hundred seems that's really low. What really low? So what would you? Ideally, what would... you would have ten thousand per day. Oh yeah, that's a lot more. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, and, and when I first started wearing this little Fitbit watch thing, I would probably around 6,000 per day. And then I would go out for long walks and hit that 10K and feel like I had done something good. And then Corona came around and it's like, I can't even crack 1,000 steps. I can't even, you know, push myself out of that. I, I have to run for like three hours in order to get 10,000. And then I have to do it again the next day and the next day and the next day. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it, just, it feels impossible but it's also totally worth it to try yeah th this is why people are gaining weight during lockdown uh absolutely just like you said those those step the step count goes right down uh, it is okay. shocking how hard it is to slim down during this time of of life this covid coronavirus nonsense so we kind of moved into my next question which is how is getting exercise different to how you exercised before parenthood so corona forget corona corona aside <laughs> yeah well um, that'd be nice but i mean before before, before corona and before kids yeah i mean i guess there's three stages to that right so before kids before joining the motherhood team um i mean i could i could go out i would go out dancing a lot i could go out running whenever i felt like it one day you know, I, I would had nothing happening that day. And I did this a lot in Korea, actually. I used to ride the bus home. And if I, depending on what I had to do in the afternoon, if I had nothing happening. I would just get off the bus really far away and then just tune out, listen to my music and enjoy the walk home. Yeah, that's a great idea. That is, that is not something that you can do now as a parent. And then, of course, when you've got coronavirus, you, you know, you're already home. You're not you're never going to walk home. Yeah, um, you're already there and you can literally just close your laptop and then be in the kitchen to cook. Right. I used so, to ride know, my bike to work every day. And that's that's a that's a big lot of uh, exercise that's gone. Right. Right. Which is huge. I mean, mm. even 10, 20 minutes in one direction, 10, 20 minutes in the other direction is so much more movement than what mm -hmm. we're currently doing in our houses and you it's something that gets you out of breath at some point in the day which then right. so then you know oh i've done something yeah i've moved my body i've sweat a little bit not a lot but just a little bit uh -huh. yeah uh okay so how do you i suppose we talked about it how do you get exercise these days do you so do anything else uh, so, yeah, I, we're again, we're back in lockdown, right? There's no gyms available. But luckily for me, we actually live on the edge of a really beautiful German Dorf, these villages in the hillsides. Mm -hmm. So if I look outside of my front door, behind one house, there's a beautiful grassy, grassy hill uh, or, or field of hills. So I tend to go in there. That helps because there's no gym it's not inside i can be outside in the fresh air mm -hmm. um i have always told myself that i hated jogging i was never a jogger i loved swimming but i don't have a swimming pool <laughs> there's no <laughs> swimming pool around now and everything is closed in germany so you know the idea of just going outside i made myself an awesome playlist where it was like i just want to get out of the house i just want to do something for myself listen to my favorite music and get out of breath. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe we should explain the word hill because it's a word I've, I've had to explain to my students before, a hill. So you, you, there are lots of hills around 
and it's mm -hmm. it's not a mountain but it's like a raised landscape where it goes up and right. down but not too too high so you run up the hills is it a really a quite a steep incline or or just really gradual um it's it really varies so i actually go down a pretty steep hill my house is quite at the top of one i go down a steep hill into the fields and then if i turn right i go up that steep hill again but into the fields mm -hmm. and if i turn left it's a little more relaxed um and then i can just kind of walk and and run at my leisure but if i go that other direction it is a lot more strenuous yeah it's more strenuous uphill uh, yeah so yeah mm -hmm. also you have the words uphill and downhill when i ride my my kids to school i have a bike and a, and a trailer and mm -hmm. so the trailer is like connected to the bike and i pull them along and there's a hill it's not really a hill it's it's uphill to get over a bridge and that really wears me out every morning and i i have yeah. the kids shout you can do it you can do it you can do it daddy <laughs> and uh <laughs> you know it's like a game but it, it really it does help <laughs> i'm sure that it would having them in the background cheering for you <laughs> yeah but as the as the six-year-old is getting older and bigger it's getting a bit more difficult at some point i'm gonna have to get out and push the bike up the hill I tried biking once. My, I can't remember if it was my daughter or my son. We had like those little seats in the bike. The seat on and the And my back, husband yeah. normally would put the baby there. And then I remember one time I tried. Um, and it really does affect the way that your bike moves. I mean, they're heavy mm. additions to your bike. Yeah, I was not so good with that. So to have, these days when we go out for bike rides, and we did that a lot during the first lockdown. Now in the winter, it's not really as possible, but I'm hoping that in the summer in the spring that we'll start going out in our bikes again. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll try it again. Yeah, summer is definitely a great time for bike rides. Mm. Fresh air. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I was getting excited. I'm looking at my list of questions here. Uh, how do you <laughs> exercise these days? Well, okay, well, let me tell you about uh, mine. I've started doing, well, I started a long time ago, doing couch to 5K. You know what that nice. is? Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's it's an app on your phone because I never did running before. I used to do a lot of swimming, but with kids, swimming is more difficult because you have to go to the pool, you have to get changed, you do your swimming, yeah. you have to shower, you have to come out. It takes a lot longer. I enjoy it more, but it takes a lot longer. But I can easily step out of the house and go running, but exactly. I was not very good at it. And a couch to 5K app. So couch is another word for sofa and it takes you from sitting on the couch to being able to run 5k, five kilometers. And basically every day you go out and the app tells you when to run and when to walk and when to run and when to walk. And slowly it, it there there's less walking and more running. And now I'm up to, it has me, I'd never look at the distance, but it has me running 25 minutes at a time. I'm all about the minutes. And I know wow. roughly how many three-minute songs that is on my playlist. <laughs> but it's good. It, it tells you when you're halfway and, and the little robot voice says, you're doing great. Keep going. Nice. Yeah. I do that too, though. I'm always like, once I'm kind of out of breath and feeling really kind of ready to stop, I'll tell myself I'll stop at the end of this song. Yeah, that's so you that's have funny to... that you like use songs as your gauge of time. Yeah, because I don't want to um, like get my phone out of my pocket to have a look to see how many minutes are left. Uh, yeah. But if I go on like and the average pop song on my playlist is like three minutes long. So I just mm. 
round it round it up to three minutes oh that's okay two songs I'm six minutes in that's great but when, when I'm doing it because I have uh, the kids you know I, I could leave all three at home with my wife but she's usually working so I normally take the youngest one with me in the in the buggy uh, because but you can't just Probably. run with any buggy you have to have one that is specially made for running for running otherwise yeah. uh it's quite dangerous and my bike trailer converts into a, a push chair a buggy that you can run with i've um, seen those those are really cool it's, it is cool they're, they're they're a bit expensive but for mm -hmm. how much we've used it it's really worth it and lots of people when they have um two two children at a very young age together they they need to buy a double buggy or a mm -hmm double stroller double push chair i've never heard that word double push chair but i've suppose, never heard that uh, either but double stroller and double buggy i've heard mm -hmm. but this uh is about the same price as one of those and you can put two children in it so nice. it uh uh it's great doubles up double buggy trailer and uh jogging buggy it's really good yeah so that's how i get mine my exercise these days uh, but also going up and down the stairs, taking my wife a cup of tea all day while she's uh, doing home <laughs> office. <laughs> those, those repetitions, that, that's always good. Getting up and down and up yeah. and down and up and down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So another conversation question. Uh, it's, it's, oh, it's a deep question. Have you made any parenting mistakes I made any parenting mistakes yeah things that you've done where you thought oh maybe that wasn't great for the kids um I mean I'm sure to a certain extent that I've looked back at something and gone yeah okay maybe won't do that again that wasn't quite right hmm. uh, but for the most part not necessarily I feel like I'm making parenting mistakes the whole time. <laughs> I guess maybe I am thinking about the big mistakes, you know, like the, I mean, there's daily mistakes. There's daily things that I do that I wish that I could have done. You know, it's like the, that pull to be working, that pull to mm. be at your phones at certain times, you know, to the, look back and think, I should have got on the floor and just played a puzzle with him in that moment. I didn't need to be, on my phone or I didn't need to be doing this at that time. Um, yeah. I mean, parenting, I think with parenting is full of mistakes. Yeah. I guess for me, my thing is like, is it a big mistake? Is it something that I would really have regret over? And in that case, I guess not, not yet. That's good. Um, <laughs> the things yet. that come to my mind, uh, like I've not, um, left them in the car or anything like that okay but one time when when my daughter was five we went to a an arcade you know like a games arcade mm -hmm. and she wanted to play on the 2p machine you know it's um the, the machine where you put you put 2p coins in oh it's english 2p yeah <laughs> two pence and there's like these things that push push them and the machine's full of coins and you put some in and hopefully if you get it just right you get more coming out the bottom which is basically gambling. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay, we can do that. That'd be fun. But it was a big mistake because she can't understand the concept of more. losing and she just wants yeah. to keep going. And when the money comes out, she goes, look, daddy, we're winning. 
but you know, I have to say no because we put we put like ten in. We put like five hundred to bucks get these <laughs> these three coins. So are we winning really? I thought well, as yeah. I was going, I thought no, I'm teaching her that. a lesson. But then because she came away crying, I'm like thinking we know I didn't make oh. her a lesson. Make it, it wasn't a lesson. Uh, yeah, not the kind of lesson you want to be to be ex- to be giving to your children. I guess no, at the age of five, <laughs> okay. yeah. So hopefully she won't become she a gambling addict uh, <laughs> no. as a result of that. Uh, she doesn't remember. I'm sure of it. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah, and then there are. Well, this this could be a whole podcast in itself, but having to navigate, ours is the first generation having to navigate screen time with kids mm. because it's not screen time like when we were kids where we had like, I, I had five channels on the TV and a small stack of videos and that was it. Yeah. And when your show was on, your show was on and when it was finished, that was it. There's not like another episode, right. another episode, another episode. Now this, now this. Binge and watching. Binge watching and yeah. games on tablets um we don't have any tablets in the house yet and they don't play on our phones um but the tv and netflix especially in lockdown is difficult to navigate and i feel like i'm making mistakes all the time with that uh, mm. and then it's extra difficult when one of them is six and the other one is three and you know one of them wants to watch ninjago right which is a little bit violent the, yeah there are things that my six-year-old would have never experienced in the the same age as her younger brother is now right mm. so yeah, yeah, yeah actually yeah. It, it is an interesting point you bring up because with the with the ipods and stuff for for th- this time of a child's life my my daughter has a lot of friends who have these like giant pink cameras that you can drop on the floor and they're plastic and they're they're not going to break um, and then on them, so there's like a screen on them. Oh, kitty zoom. Yes, maybe. Uh, but I've I've seen them all over the place, and and the the Hannah's friends love them. My daughter, of course, loves them and wants one every single time she sees them. She's like, I want them. Then you take pictures, and there's like filters and things you can add mm-hmm. to them, so you know you can take a picture and turn your friend into a dog, similar to what we've got on Instagram and all these fun little filters we've got too. Yeah. Um, but. So I brought up the concept of getting one of these for Hannah. And my husband said, well, I was thinking about an iPod. You know, I am in full control of everything she has access to on it. She can't, she's got a kid's Spotify app. She can't even download songs or hear anything else that my husband husband hasn't pre-downloaded onto his phone. Uh, you mean an iPad, then, not an iPod, right? No. You mean an iPod? iPod. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, it's uh, uh, just a little bit smaller than the standard smaller iPhones these days. Um, I think it costs about the same amount of money as these kitty zooms or this right. like giant pink thing. And it has a full but screen? logic. Yep. Huh. Yeah. And okay. then, and she's got to figure out how it's similar. It's very, very similar to an iPhone, if I'm honest. It's just a little bit smaller and there's no phone capabilities, except if we hook her up with a, an iCloud account, which we did. And now she can call grandma and grandpa and oma and opa. My parents are in China. My my brother's in Canada and his family. My sister's in the States. So for us, it's it's kind of nice. She'll like send her cousins pictures that she drew. But so so this was good. But it is funny because she still sees those stupid pink cameras and she still wants one because she doesn't realize that they have all of the same function. Yeah. It's like, look, mom, you can listen to music on it. I'm like, you have an iPod. <laughs> they, they were both... They were both basically the same uh, 
Christ, but the logic that my husband had, which I believed in, in what he said, um, was that the technology in these pink camera things will eventually, like in, in two years, this technology is not going to be interesting for her versus iPhone technology, which is always, you know, coming up with new things. And it really, that's the yeah. kind of knowledge and technical skills that she could use. Yeah, for sure. It's a good so, point. Yeah. It, yeah. And like it, it is, you know, that's that's growth versus these little pink things that, that yeah. she can only grow so far. But also she won't so want to I be having a... one of those when she's eight years old. But the, the iPod, she will have, well, I would like one right now, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so we started doing that. And I think for the first little bit, she took a couple pictures. And then we downloaded an app where she could color, but she forgets about it for like months at a time. And it sits uh, like we keep it down here in our kitchen. It's away from her and also her brother. Recently, she started showing some more interest in it, but actually it was only because. So I have been trying to go out for runs at least three days a week for the last couple of months. I've been sick a couple of times and oh, then no. I don't go then. No. But I just keep telling myself like, just because I did, you know, my goal, quote unquote goal is to go three times a week. But if I miss those weeks, I have to be kind to myself because right now, coronavirus, parenting, entrepreneurship, it is, every single week is different and I can't always guarantee that I can do it. But if it's always a goal that I'm trying to do and I'm enjoying it, then that for me is good enough. I'm not going to slap my hand and say, you know, you only went twice this week. I see it as no, I went twice this week. Next time I'm trying for three again. Mm -hmm. So, and so I've, I've been doing this. And at one point my daughter said, you know, what do you do when you go out there? I said, I bring music and I just listen to podcasts or I listen to, you know, things that are good for me and my soul. And she said, I want to come out and listen to a podcast too. And I, I know a great podcast for kids. So I said, no problem. We hooked her up a little podcast. We went out and now she wants to come running with me. So even today, um, so normally right now with our homeschooling, halfway through the homework, we take a little dance break. Oh, because yeah, I also, Yeah, I don't want her to just, you know, sit all day. So in school, halfway through, they would get up and they would go outside for recess. Yeah, we, we, we get so outside we just, every day, even if it's raining. Exactly. You, like, you need the fresh air, you need to be outside. And then to me, you know, we get up, we turn on a couple of her favorite little songs, we dance four or five songs, and then we sit back down and we finish the last of it. And that usually brings us to lunch. Today, she didn't want the dance party. She wanted to go for a run. So we did. And I think we were out for about a half an hour. It was only a half an hour, but it was such a nice way to come back feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm out of breath. I've moved my body. I have done something good for myself that helps me feel more mentally clear. Mm -hmm. And then we came back, we sat right back down. We continued on with her homework and yeah. And is she so actually running for half an hour? Um, no. No, there's uh, when she's out there, it's a lot more walking than running. Mm. Maybe, but I uh, have shown her. Go on. Sorry. Well, I have shown her. So like I, I use a couple. I mean, songs is a great way of, of pushing yourself. But I also have a couple landmarks. Right. So if mm -hmm. I start right at the pathway that goes into the field and then I turn left and take the more relaxed version of the field, then there's a couple of trees 
up at the at the front. And I mean, before I couldn't run the entire pathway just to get into the field. Now I can run the whole way, take that left and get all the way to the trees. And then once we hit the trees, we can stop. As long as we don't stop moving, we just start walking instead and then kind of allow the heartbeat to slow back down. Uh-huh. Get your breath back. And then, you know, we'll try again from the next spot. And then we try and make it to see that, you know, that building up there. Let's try and run all the way there. And then at the at the beginning, she would say, you know, like, I'm done. And I go keep pushing. You know, this is the this is when you're doing better for yourself. Mm -hmm. And this is the lesson I wanted her to hear because she believes she's in first grade right now. And she believes that school is anstrengend, which is German word for exhausting. Um, but I always tell her that it's the exhausting parts are the things that make her change. It mm -hmm. makes her smarter. No pain, no gain. Smarter. That's right. Fitness <laughs> if and is not exhausting, mentally, it's boring. Yeah. So same thing with running. If it, you know, no pain, no gain. If it's not exhausting, if you're not out of breath, you haven't done a good enough job pushing yourself. So that's something I'm trying to instill in her is that need to kind of push through a little bit and she's doing great she loves it she now brings her music i get my time out although i i would probably run more if my daughter wasn't with us mm -hmm. it's it nice to be together but it's nice to be together i'm still doing it i still have a really good feeling at the end of it we walk we we hold hands at some point and then other times we're just even ignoring each other and that's okay too She's got her music. I've got my music, and we're just walking beside each other, being together but doing our own thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's move on to yeah. the, <laughs> the phrasal verb of the week. Here's the jingle. Phrasal verb of the week. Okay, so this time I wanted to do two phrasal verbs because afterwards I've got a game involving both of those phrasal verbs and very closely related to fitness is the phrasal verb to work out to work out right to work out means to do physical exercise for a an amount of time right and you i can... love working out or i hate working out i work mm -hmm. out three times a week i work out by running uh yeah. some people do uh workouts Well, I have done them as well, the workouts with the TV where you watch a video, a YouTube mm -hmm. video. Oh, and about workout, a workout when it's a noun is one word. Like I did a workout and you would write it as one word. But when it's the verb to work out, it's a phrasal verb. It's two separate words to work, space, out. Mm. But workout has a few other meanings to confuse you even more. <laughs> So if something works out, if something works out for you, it mm -hmm. means that you, you had a good result. You, you succeeded. So have you, yeah. have you I think a, a very easy question to answer is, have you had, did you have any plans which didn't work out because of the coronavirus? Yes. Yes. Which I was supposed out? to travel to Paris and also Spain last year. But it didn't work out because of coronavirus. Oh, right. And I suppose mm -hmm. you, you and I uh, had loose plans to meet up and that didn't work out. We did. Right? That didn't work out either. <laughs> uh, okay. And then there's to work out, meaning 
to calculate something. So I said earlier that I worked out my BMI, I worked out my body mass index, which is uh, you put in a calculation and you put in your height, your weight. Is that it or is it age as well? No, I think it's just height and weight. And then it works out for you, it calculates mm. what your BMI is. It gives you a number and it tells you if it's okay. Or my app went, vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it didn't really. <laughs> but Go for a jog. In my, yeah, in my head, it felt like it did. Oh. To work Good. out. Good. And then we also have to work out is like to find an answer. Right. Uh, and yeah, so to, so it doesn't have to be like a calculation with numbers to work something out. Yeah, to, to work out mm -hmm. an answer to something. And there's actually so, a like, really good gun. If we're if we're meeting for lunch, for example, I can say, yeah, we need to work out the the exact details where we're mm -hmm. going to meet, when we're going to meet. Uh, we need to work that out. So it's not necessarily a calculation, but we just don't know yet the exact details or mm -hmm. the the correct answers. So we'll just work it out later. Oh, I I can use two in the same sentence. So I asked you uh, if you wanted to come on this podcast, and then we said something like, yeah, let's work out the time. And then, yeah. you know, we, I, work, I worked out that you have kids, I have kids. So, um, and said, it's worked out perfectly. I, right. I said nine <laughs> o'clock and it worked out. It worked out perfectly. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I used two in the same one there. Um, I like that. It really worked out. Um, and there's also to find the answer to a, a problem, work out. Like Kate knows this that before we started the podcast, I was trying to get my computer plugged into my recording device to play some jingles and it wasn't working <laughs> and I couldn't work out why mm. I spent like 10 minutes but I just couldn't work it out so later uh before I record the next podcast I'm going to have to sit down and work out why my computer can't go through uh my little recording device here we we'll see you have to work I it think out. you're just making that up I think you just wanted to sit with me for a little bit longer ah you think I'm making that up you're making it up Good, because that's my next, wow, <laughs> skills. That is mad teaching skills, Kate. So my next phrasal <laughs> verb is to make up, to make something up or to make up something. So Kate thinks I was making it up, that mm -hmm. I actually know how to get my computer to play through my recording device. Uh, that so I'm... you admit it. It's not just an invented story. No, if I, did, if I could work it out, <laughs> why would I make something like that up? No, I'm not like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you if you if I tell you a story which is not true, then it's something I've made up. Um, yeah. But I made up I made up some. Oh, did you say made? I made up some. You'd say I, I made up a song, but not I made up yeah. some jingles because it's just like a little uh short thing could you say i made it up yeah i suppose i made it up i made it up i think you could say that as long as you you composed it in some way mm, yeah. even if you're taking two already kind of solid jingles and you're putting them together then you're making it up in some way you're making it new in some way mm -hmm. and um when you have english when you teach english lessons do you ever make it up as you go along <laughs> mm, yes <laughs> no if any of your students never, are listening that would be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes sometimes i've had times where uh i've i've realized wait a minute i've taught this student this lesson already okay oh. i have to make something up and 
time to make something up yeah. on the fly. We're going to have a conversation <laughs> lesson today. <laughs> Small talk practice. Make something up yeah, on the fly. Another an idiom to mean or um, uh, to wing it. Idioms, yeah, wing it's a good one. I also like to... fly by the seat of my pants. Okay, <laughs> that's a good one. To fly by the seat of my pants is to just make it up as you go along. To make it up as you yeah. go along. But it's risky to do that, you know, it's, it's it um, because it could all go wrong if you don't plan, not planning anything, <laughs> making it up as you go along. True. Okay, let's look back at my list here. Oh, yeah, to make up can to also reconcile. be to reconcile after an argument. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I suppose that leads us to the other, another phrasal verb, to fall out with someone. If you fall out with someone, it means you're, you're not really friendly with them anymore. You have an argument. But yeah. then later on, you might, you might make up. Have yeah. You... I had a fight with my sister, my mother, my best friend, my boss. But then the next day, everything was okay again. We made up. And our relationship is back to the way that it was before. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to fall out with my brothers all the time. But <laughs> ah, I say we always made up. My mum made us make up. <laughs> she made you make yeah, she up. Made us. You have to make up right now. Your brothers. Love each other. Okay, I'm Hug sorry. Oh, fine. I won't yeah. use your CD again. <laughs> okay, and to make up is can be to compensate for something. And that's make to make up for, to make up for something. So um, if you were late to teach a lesson, mm. which, how would you make My up for being second. late? Yeah, I guess um, I would offer more time at the end is the first thing I would say. And then, mm -hmm. of course, if I don't have the time, if I need to leave at the planned, you know, 10 o'clock. Yeah, for example, or maybe they have to. Go I would to offer anything. to make up that. Yeah, exactly. They, they could also say, no, I'm sorry, I still need to leave at 10. Then I would offer to make up that time afterwards. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. And uh, like last, last year, I forgot to buy my wife a birthday present so next mm. year i'm just gonna buy her two presents to make up for it you're good <laughs> i would recommend four yeah <laughs> okay it's not true it's just a little joke good i made it it's not true i made it up you made it up i made it up uh to compensate for something i'm just reading my list here oh yeah another way of using to made up or to make up is the parts that something is created with so for example English is made up of Old English, Danish, Norse, French, parts of Latin, Greek, and apparently uh, Chinese, although I don't know how or where along the line wow. that happened. Yeah. That's surprising to so, me, but okay. Well, Wikipedia said it when I was looking for an <laughs> example of what English is made up of. And okay. uh, I'm definitely going to look into that more because as an English teacher, that's very interesting. Uh, and it's made up of some words from other, many other languages which have uh, crept into the English dictionary over the years. So, yeah, made up. Yes. So, I also recognize some German and English similarities. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, words like chaotic, chaotisch, mm -hmm. and hectic, hectish. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's very, very similar, although those might be coming from Norse because there does seem to be some connections between English and German and the Norse as well. Mm -hmm. On yeah. that, I can see in, in American English how some German has leaked in 
you know, because Germans went there at the, the as well as many Dutch and lots of Irish, and the way um, Americans say, oh man, oh man, it's like the way the Germans say, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one thing. That's that true. Me. And there, there are other things as well. There are some of the things that have occurred to me as well, but uh, it's not the time for it. It's time instead to play the game. Yes. Workout or made up? Work out, oh can you work it out? Is it a work out or did I make it up? Work out, oh can you work it out? Is it a work out or did I make it up? Okay, so here's the game. Um... I'm going to say some names of some things and are they workouts or did I make it up? Workouts. Ooh, okay. Meaning, is it something you do to work out? And they're mostly things that, you know, when you have those exercises that you watch on the TV or YouTube and you have your mat and you have to do whatever they do on the TV. Yeah. What do you call it? Is that aerobics? I don't uh, know what it's maybe. called. Maybe. I think aerobics. Or body weight. Body. Things like push-ups and mountain climbers and things like that are body weight exercises there's no weight included in it it's just you using your own weight of your body so it's body weight exactly yeah and push-ups and mountain right. climbers are exactly the kinds of things okay so nice and how many are there if you get uh, okay if you get more than 50 percent you win okay wait hang on how many are there one Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, nineteen. Let's make it twenty. Twenty. So if you get okay. ten, you win. So I have to add okay. another one somewhere. I need I'm ten. I'm gonna add another one in the middle, so you don't know if it's real or not. And then it'll be in the middle. Oh ha ha! Sneaky. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's what it's called. Now you have to make it up. You I just made up. I just made up an extra one. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. But it's, it's not the one at the end. I put it somewhere in the mm. middle, so you won't know. Okay. It's not the beginning either. Okay, darn. So the first one, is this a workout or did I make it up? Arm circles. Arm circles. Workout. Is a workout. Yeah. And you put your arms out and you make a circle. It's arm circles. You make circles. You make big circles or small circles, and then you go forwards or backwards. I know that one. Okay. Uh -huh. You're taking this seriously. I can tell I'm happy. I am. I am. I have my <laughs> pen already. <laughs> Uh, pull-ups. Workout or workout. made up? Workout pull-ups is where you, you find a bar and you grab yeah. on and you pull your whole body up. So I've never done a pull-up in my entire life. Okay, so that's two out of two. Not bad. Yeah. Okay, the next one is push-downs. Push-downs. Is it workout or made up? Ooh. I'm going to say made up. You're right. Yay. Push downs does, does not exist, but push ups exist. Push ups uh -huh. where you lay flat and then you extend your arms push. to push yourself up. Yeah. Very nice. But no push downs. Okay, good to know. Uh, wait, not that I know of or could find. Okay. <laughs> Plank. Plank is a workout. Plank is a workout. I know this. Can you describe it? Yeah, kind of like a push-up, but without the actual pushing. You just, you're supposed to get your body with your toes on the ground and your forearms or your hands on the ground. And then the concept is that you stay there in like a strenuous position for as long as you can. Correct. 
there was some plank challenges going around recently. People would plank in weird places or try and plank for 20 minutes or something crazy. And it's supposed to be really good for you. Yeah, even it's, though it's part of yoga, big part of yoga, planking. Yeah. And it, it looks like I could do that, but you can't do it for more than sort of 20 seconds even. Yeah, <laughs> it's harder than it looks. Squat. Okay, four out of four. Next I one. like this Yeah, thing. yeah, you're doing well. A squat to squat. Squats are a workout. Squats are a workout. Stand with your feet parallel uh, and bend down. And you're supposed to keep your feet flat on the floor. And I could not do it. My wife can do no. it. But she's like, you, and I, I, I thought I could squat, squat, but I didn't realize that your feet have to be flat. And yeah. wow, it's really difficult. Your feet have to be flat and your knees have to remain in their spot over top of your feet. Mm-hmm. You basically just need to lower your your behind, your bum backwards, and then bring yourself back up, but your knees have to stay over your feet. Otherwise, you could hurt your knee. Mm. For me, that's always my issue, which is why I can't run for too, too long, is that I have a, a, a bum knee, which means a knee that tends to hurt easily if I push too much. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a problem with, with jogging. Uh, if you start it yeah. later than your <laughs> early 20s. Prime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, a flatfish. A flatfish. Is it a workout flat or is it made up? Flatfish is made up. You just made that one up now, didn't you? No, that was one I made up earlier. Uh, okay. Maybe my, I'm not making them up realistically enough. <laughs> okay, a lunge. A lunge. Lunge is um, a real workout. Is a real workout. Stand with your hands on your hips and your feet hip wide apart. Uh, step your right leg forward slowly until your knee is close to touching the floor. Nice. And then go back up. And then come back up. And then do it on the other side. And then and do then some more reps. Yeah, <laughs> do some reps. Very nice. Okay, a shoulder barge. Shoulder barge. Shoulder barge. Huh. Oh, I've never heard of it, but that doesn't mean that it's not a real thing. But okay. Right. I've looked at some um, obscure ones. So some pretty obscure ones here. A shoulder barge. I'm sure you did. I'm going to say this one's made up. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but a shoulder bridge. If I'd said shoulder bridge, would you have said yes or no? I would say that's made up too. Oh, shoulder bridge is real. I should have just kept it a shoulder bridge. <laughs> oh. What's a shoulder bridge? Shoulder bridge. Okay. Lie face up with your knees bent and your feet hip wide apart. Place your arms at your sides and lift your spine and hips. Only your head, feet and arms, oh sorry, only your head, feet, arms and shoulders should be on the floor. Huh. I would call that a bridge, but oh, actually I guess maybe bridge is just hands to feet. Mm-hmm. Shoulder bridge is like also Some of your with your shoulders well. and your head. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, the next one is an inchworm, an inchworm. Mm. Is it made up or is it a workout? Made up. It's a workout. No! I got you, I got you. (laughs) You did, that was a good one. You stand up tall with your legs straight, making sure your knees aren't locked. Slowly lower your torso toward the floor, then walk your hands forward. Once in a push-up position, start taking tiny steps to your feet 
Oh, Stiney steps, so your feet meet your hands. Okay, so you sort of get into a ah. uh, push-up position, and then you walk your feet forwards. Your feet to your hands. Haha. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah, that makes sense then. It, that, that is like what inchworms do, right? Yeah, inchworms, like they're, so they're worms, and they sort of go up in the middle and then back down and up in the middle and back down. Right. I'm doing it with my hands. Why? It's a podcast. No <laughs> one can see that apart from you. It okay. helps. Next one. Yeah, okay. Next one. So, so far I have eight out of the ten I need, right? Yeah. Okay. So and I've been wrong two I think, times. I think you're no, you've been wrong only once. Oh. Inchworm. No, the one I said shoulder barge and you said it was not real, which was true. But shoulder bridge was the real one. But I said, if I said shoulder uh, bridge, you would have said it was fake. But you got it right. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. The next one is an arch wing. An arch wing. Arch wing is made up it is made up i made that up completely <laughs> okay. okay a completely a rower's pull a rower's pull a rower's pull is made up it is made up i thought that one you i thought you would uh think that was a real one ah. i thought you would think yeah okay <laughs> uh, i'm good at i'm better at this game than both of us expected yeah. you know what Every time you get one wrong, maybe every time you get one wrong, I should make it minus points. Okay. <laughs> no, I can't change. Uh, oh. can't, can't change the rules halfway through. Unless I say this is round two. Oh, no, no, no. okay. <laughs> this can be round two. Okay, I clearly won round one. <laughs> I clearly won round one. one. Two, I just three, want four, that to be clear. You have one, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, you've already won. Yay. Okay, so these are these are bonus. Okay, for the last ten, then we're gonna play. I have to get to at least five or six. I don't know, but uh, if I get them wrong, it's a minus. Okay, point. yeah, let's let's just say, yeah, five is is half. So yeah, if you get five, it's good. But if I'll take ones off for negative. Ho oh, ho, I have to get them all correct. Okay, the first one. Okay, is a truck jump. Truck jump is made up it's real that's minus one no stand with your knees slightly bent then jump up as high as possible so it's a high jump basically it's called truck a truck jump, jump. i okay. suppose because you have it's like <laughs> jumping over a truck is that like a crossfit thing because it sounds to me like a crossfit thing i uh, could not tell you okay uh, crossfit uses like the big wheels and the big i don't know about trucks but oh, like no they i don't use think the... no i don't think you use it no. Stand with your knees slightly bent, then jump up as high as possible. Uh, bring it, your no knees trucks. in towards your chest while extending your arms straight out. I missed that bit. Land with your knees slightly bent and quickly jump again. So it's just jumping up huh. with your knees high and your arms out. Okay, the next one. Can't be that bad. <laughs> is, well, all of these together would be quite bad. Is this one real or fake? <laughs> A Batman. A Batman real oh minus one is fake but a superman what? is real ah. a superman a superman is lying face down with your arms and legs extended extended keeping your torso as still as possible simultaneously raise your arms and legs to form a small curve in your body that's a batman okay. i mean no that's a superman but a batman that's, is a, superman. that's a superman batman is i don't know i was gonna make something up about bat but that's not right <laughs> Okay. Darn it. Minus two. Yeah. Okay. What about this one? A 
Russian twist. That's a real workout. Okay, and you know, do you know it? What is it? What is it? Uh, I can tell you. Um, I I might be wrong, but I think you have to get into push-up position, and then no, that's the hip something. No, it starts you have with to sitting lower on the floor. Sit on the floor with your knees bent and your feet together. Uh, lifted a few inches off the floor. With your back at a 45 degree angle to the floor, move your arms from side to side in a twisting motion. Okay, so you sort of hmm. rest on your bum and then twist your arms. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, you are correct. I mean, I know you're correct, but now I remember. Uh, okay, so now you're on, <laughs> you're on minus one instead of minus two. Okay, well, I'll take it. <laughs> a, a wall sit. A wall sit. A wall sit. sit is a real thing. That's a real thing. Anyone's yes, zero. that's a workout. I'm back to neutral. That's as good. That's where you basically sit with your back to the wall. You bend your knees and you lean on the wall. Yeah. Okay. A a hall rack. A hall rack. H a u l rack. A hall rack. Hall rack. This is made up. It is. That's the one I made up just before the game when I realized I didn't have. <laughs> hall rack just came out of your head. Yep. <laughs> Okay. I, I, was the, I was looking at the truck one. I was like, truck, <laughs> hall, rack. Sounds like it quite might be something uh, related. Okay, okay, I think you'll get this next one. Burpee. A burpee. Burpees are a real thing. Burpees are a real a burpee thing. Uh, I've never done one. I think it's, it's, it's isn't it where you, um, you like do a sit up and then you jump up and then you do a sit up and then you jump up. Yeah. It's something intense like that. I'm not much of a jumper. So burpees to me are like never going to happen. But yeah, it's something like jump, jumping up and then raising your hands and then getting back down and doing it again and then jumping up and raising your hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's intense. Uh, the next one, a bear crawl. Bear, bear crawl. crawl is a real workout. It is a real workout. Well done. Yeah. I don't know. It's standing on your hands and knees. Raise up onto your toes, tighten your core, and slowly reach forward with your right arm and right knee, followed by your left side. Mm. Your core, this is a word we should maybe explain, because yeah. especially in yoga, they say, tighten your core, feel your core. Mm -hmm. And I never really know what it means. Does it mean just <laughs> stress your, tense your stomach muscles? Yeah, I've also heard it like engaging your Engage stomach your muscles. Core, yeah. Yeah, so like this concept of, of don't just kind of allow everything to be where it wants to be. You kind of have to pull pull those muscles in so that your body feels the maximum impact. So that you can get abs. Yeah. So that you can get a six pack. That's right. Okay, and this is the last one. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh no, there's an eight, nine. Okay. Mountain climber. Mountain climbers is a real thing. Is a real thing. Oh, that makes me happy to know that. Okay. Uh, sit downs. Sit downs. Sit downs are made up. They're made up. If you sit down, then you are not doing anything. Then you just stop. Then you turn on the television. But a sit Open up. Open a beer. A sit up <laughs> is a thing where you sit lie up, on your sorry. back and then you sit up and then you lie on your back and then you sit up. True. <laughs> And here's the last okay. one. A donut lunge. A donut, donut lunge. lunge. 
is not a real thing. It's made up. Wow. You're amazing. Yay. I am amazing. Oh, okay, so that means that minus one. So that brings you back to zero. And then you've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. You did it. You won round one. I did. And you ran. I, well, I was even when not very hopeful at the beginning of that one. <laughs> yeah. Those were hard at the beginning. Well, in the end, you only got three wrong out of the whole 20. Nice. Well I, I at least know what workouts are called. I don't necessarily do them on a daily basis. <laughs> Yeah, I know what they're called. I wanted to ask you, uh, as we end this before before we go, I wanted to ask, what is your favorite thing about parenthood? Mm, the kids. <laughs> um, oh, that's so difficult, isn't it? The, your favorite thing about parenthood, I suppose, just um, having that unconditional love, you know, feeling. Mm feeling feeling the love i'm just going to say that feeling the love i think i think it's partly chemicals uh and partly uh chemicals making the emotion but uh you really feel it um yeah just the maximum love yeah that's nice and you uh yeah i mean uh, that that feeling of not even I don't know, just like looking at a little child that, that is yours and has all of your qualities, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I, my husband and I just love watching our two kids like giggle and laugh together and communicate with each other. This is kind yeah. of kind of new with our son. He's uh, now bilingual in both languages, but it took him a little while longer to start with sentences. So now he's like fully engaging with her and he's telling her his opinion and he's doing, and it's just so sweet and it's just so cute and pure. And I think that's my favorite thing. It's just like watching them interact with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I really try to savor those moments because this mm -hmm. kid stage, it won't last forever. Soon there'll be teenagers and they won't be so cute all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Kate, okay, thanks for that's joining. That's true. Um, I want to tell people how they can learn with you, how they can learn English with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me, Rob. This has been fun. Um, so I think the best way to come and find me is over on Instagram. So you can find me at english.anywhere.de underscore Kate. We have a team of English Anywhere people, so we have to add our names. So you'll find me as underscore Kate. But you're the big boss, right? We also have right? an online school. Yeah. Or are you sort of <laughs> co-founder? Yes. Yes. It was... Um, the concept of the online school was my idea and then I asked my very best friend from when we were teaching together in Korea to come and join me and if it weren't for him I would still be a fantastic idea with absolutely zero follow-through so <laughs> uh, yeah he and I are are a good pair in that way he's got all sorts of good ideas on how to get things done and I have good ideas on what to get done mm -hmm. yeah so come and find me over on Instagram or we've also got an online school, but you can also find that through the online or through Instagram and yeah, come and say hello. Yeah, I would say definitely follow Kate on Instagram, uh, especially for business English. You post a lot of um, really useful business English content. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining. Thanks for um, giving me your time, which I, I know as a parent, uh, <laughs> evening times are... Uh, the 
time to wind down. Um, mm -hmm. So go and do Absolutely. that. Absolutely, but this has been a fun way to wind down. Yeah. So, okay. Thank good. you. Thanks. <laughs> and you, 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 you know, you leave a winner as well in the end of the evening. That's very true in both rounds, yeah. even the hard one. Even the one that I made it yeah. harder because you were doing so well. <laughs> okay, Kate. <laughs> I'll catch Thank you on Instagram you, and um, Bye, guys. yeah, I'll meet you one day. Finally, we'll meet. Sounds good. Okay. Ciao. English with Rob.